Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and if you can't start your morning without a cup of joe, you're certainly not alone. I'm right there with you, but Americans' consumption of coffee is up. It's the highest it's been since 2012, and global exports are up too. According to the International Coffee Organization, world coffee exports increased by 17% from October of 2017 to October of 2018, and overall global shipments were 4.2% higher year over year. Clearly, coffee has become an important daily ritual for many Americans, which begs the question, why are so many coffee lovers ordering those drinks using Italian words? From lattes to macchiatos, how did this happen? After all, coffee doesn't have its roots in Italy. Legend has it that the great bean originated in the Ethiopian plateau and was discovered by a goat herder who noticed his goats veritably danced after eating a certain plant. It spread throughout the Arabian Peninsula and adjacent areas before Europeans encountered coffee in the 17th century. Nevertheless, many of the coffee drinks we know today and popularized by Starbucks, more on that in a minute, do originate in Italy, and it has everything to do with the invention of the espresso machine. Espresso doesn't refer to a particular type of coffee bean. It's actually a coffee preparation method, and it was first developed in Italy in the 19th century. Because brewed coffee could take up to five minutes to make, coffee lovers sought a way to shorten the time between ordering and drinking. The first espresso machines were bulky and difficult, but by the early 20th century, Milanese manufacturer Luigi Bezzera had developed a single-shot espresso that produced one cup of coffee in seconds— though it did take a while for the machines to improve in terms of ease of use and flavor of the coffee produced. We spoke with Paul Bassett, former World Barista champion. He said, The espresso machine kind of revolutionized coffee to some extent. Everything was centered around the way espresso was made, the way it was consumed as well. He explained that with the espresso machine, coffee could be made on the spur of the moment and was intended to be drunk immediately after being served, typically standing at a bar. Italian coffee culture grew, and espresso as we know it today became popular in Italy and France in the 1930s. The 1950s beatnik movement and its coffeehouse culture launched an espresso craze in the United States. We also spoke with Mike Ferguson with Olam Specialty Coffee. He explained, early in the specialty coffee movement, authenticity meant Italian. In the 1980s, many if not most coffeehouses had Italian names and adopted as much Italian as possible into their cafe and menu. So the trend continued. The coffee drinks they served also retained their Italian nomenclature because they were specifically made with espresso. The names refer to what is added to the espresso. For example, put the word macchiato into Google Translate and you'll get stained or spotted. So the drink name refers to the spot of milk that stains the espresso. Bassett said, I think fundamentally, espresso is directly linked to Italy as a beverage and the way it's part of their culture. It's been transported all around the world and reinterpreted. Despite reinterpretation, the drinks with Italian names have an espresso base and typically some kind of milk added. For example, a cafe latte, usually just called a latte in the United States, consists of espresso, milk, and milk foam. It's not brewed coffee with milk, although that's the literal translation. To be fair, ordering an espresso with milk and milk foam doesn't sound as catchy. The distinction between espresso and brewed coffee is important. Consider the Americano, which was named for Americans in Italy who sought a drink similar to the brewed or filtered coffee they drank at home. Because it emerged in Italy and is made by adding water to espresso, it retains its Italian title. So this answers the question about coffee drink names, but what about Starbucks' use of sizes like grande and venti, which are also Italian words? 
This sizing nomenclature, short, tall, and grande, was introduced when Il Giornale opened its doors in 1986, and the venti size came in the early 90s. Il Giornale was the name of the coffee houses launched by Starbucks Chairman Emeritus Howard Schultz during his mid-80s hiatus from the company. The company's website states that Schultz had been, quote, captivated with Italian coffee bars and the romance of the coffee experience, a tradition he wanted to bring to the United States. He returned to Starbucks and purchased the company in 1987. And that branding now extends to faux Italian product names like the Frappuccino, which is a trademarked name and not actually an Italian word. By the way, bonus fact of the episode, the caffeine in coffee that perks you up is considered the most commonly used drug in the world. Today's episode was written by Carrie Whitney and produced by Tyler Klang for iHeartMedia and How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other peppy topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Howstuffworks.com. 